Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast, your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered. With your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host and Heart-Centered Sales Leader, Connie Whitman. Thanks for joining us this week. Now, I hope every week as you listen to the show that, number one, you feel my passion. And, of course, sales is my jam. But really, really, I am on a mission and a, trying to create a movement to change that word from of sales, of being icky, sleazy, and pushy, to one of love, care, and respect. So join me on this mission. Share me with your peeps, subscribe to the show, rate and review and all those fun things that we get to do now on Apple Podcasts and or if you like YouTube, I'm also uh, there playing live for you with my videos. Uh, So join us um, on those platforms. So my motivational quote for today is by Coco Chanel and Coco says, an interior is a natural projection of your soul. Now, during 2020, did you have to shift and create a workspace at home? Maybe even the bigger disruption to some of you, did your whole family find themselves at home where you were sharing that coveted Wi-Fi signal? And so what did you come up with for your best solution and for your family solution? Did you turn dining rooms into office spaces, kitchen counters, maybe into school zones, and maybe even a closet? You snuck a desk in there. Whatever and however you've managed it, I have a great guest for you today who's actually going to provide some awesome solutions to your home and office space so you can live stress-free as we continue to navigate the pandemic going into 2021. Now, my guest today is Emma Oriyama, and Emma is an architect and interior designer and is known as a homeowner's dream home manifester. And the realtors, uh, I'm sorry, she's... Uh, yeah, home home manifestors and the realtor's architectural advisor. With her design service, she helps homeowners find space in their current home so they can be productive and live in joy and peace while expressing who they are and how they live. We all need her to live next door to us. And in 20 years of working with her clients and her experience of flipping homes, she realized that homeowners need guidance through the journey of remodeling. That's why she created the digital program Program, Ultimate Home Remodeling Blueprint. She also hosts the Real Estate Professional Podcast and the podcast Stress-Free Remodeling. And she's a publisher uh, and she published the number one bestseller, Homeowner's Guide to Stress-Free Remodeling. She's a busy woman. Uh, Both resources prepare you for the remodeling process to work with your architect and find the right, right team that is most importantly, they will help you avoid costly mistakes. So please help me welcome my wonderful friend, brilliant uh, architect and home space person, Emma, to the show. So Emma, thanks for being on. Oh, this is my pleasure, Connie. Great to be here with you. Yes. Uh, you know, that introduction, you're freaking brilliant, girlfriend, oh. you know? Uh, thank and, you. And so, like, have you been on speed dial with your clients with the pandemic in, t- in 2020 and, and really, really shifting home into 
offices, multiple offices. Well, you know, it's kind of just starting now because this happened so quickly and people didn't think this was going to last for very long. Hmm. So it was, it's still a lot of makeshift things going on. And, you know, now that we're looking to a longer term, you know, people are now starting to rethink what's going on in their home. Um, in fact, when one client called, we were on Zoom calls and she kept, you know, saying, do you hear that? The kids are bouncing around upstairs and there's making noise. So I did a little research for her and she's going to get some sound panels to put on the ceiling so it doesn't distract her. So there's lots of little things like that you can do to, you know, cut down on some of the distractions because I'm lucky we don't have kids in the house. It's just my husband who gets on the phone and is really loud. I have to block him out. <laughs> but, you know, we have enough space to move around and we don't have to worry about that. But um, my stepdaughter and her family, you know, they've got a challenge with two kids on the computers doing remote schooling and then the two of them working so it's i know it's a challenge (laughs) i don't know how you know my kids are one is in college one's graduated so i don't have that homeschooling issue these young mom these young working moms and dads i give them just so much credit it's funny when everything happens um in my bedroom i have an alcove and we had set it up for like my husband's desk so he can do work you know from there if he had work from home kind of stuff before the pandemic so thank God he's up there. I'm down in my office because, of course, I have a home office. And then my son was home from college. So all of us on the Wi-Fi, it was we. I was getting booted out of meetings. Recordings were staggered. So my husband, we had. I have a three-floor home. <laughs> my husband had these hundred-foot wires connecting us to the back of the Wi-Fi so that he didn't because he kept getting booted out on tests. And you can't have that. They wouldn't let him back in. It was a nightmare. So just these little things. Things that you've never thought about all of a sudden became an issue for us. And you're right, they're not going away anytime soon. So let's be creative. And it's funny you said you had the friend that the the kids are bouncing around and she can hear thump, 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 right? And but but we see like me not being an architect or a builder or have flipped houses and or any of those kinds of things. I wouldn't know that there's even something out there that can help with that type of insulation. So, see, that's why, you know, you know, my thing is sales, but we all have our zone of genius. Mm -hmm. So we need to learn to leverage people that we need to help us with these different things that are happening in our life. So my first question, you say you want people to think of their home with a new perspective. So just can you elaborate a little bit on that on what you mean? Yeah, you know, now we used to think of our home, you know, it, it's a, it's such an emotional attachment. It's our security, it's our pride and safety. And, you know, now it, it, we used to like sleep and eat in it basically. And, you know, we had weekends here, but now it's functioning in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And I think we are getting to appreciate our home. And, you know, there's so many subtle things about it, or the light quality we have, how the floor plan flows, and special features in it, like a fireplace. So it's just appreciating your home in a different way and noticing those, those subtle things about it. And if it's not making you feel good, then you might want to switch things around and, and make it so it feels good. Because we spend, well, there used to be statistics that we spend 95% of our, our life in home and 75% like uh, no it was 70 75% in our home 95% indoors and now I'm, i think it's pretty close to 95%. So, you know, we want to have 
some diversion, you know, and that's one big thing we're, we're missing right now. We used to go to our office or we used to go to a restaurant or a coffee shop. So we don't have any diversity in our home. So maybe we can think about making some interesting wall features, you know, putting um, some, what's it like, a two-by-one paneling on the walls. You can make designs. You can put a chair rail, paint different colors. So, you know, just add more interest to your home instead of just having four flat blank walls. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. funny you said fireplace. My, we we um, downsized two years ago once the kids were in college and we, you know, we had an acre of land that we weren't using and it was just, it was a money pit, right? Because you're spending all this money outside and we weren't using it. So we downsized into this townhouse. Now my other house, I had a gas fireplace and I loved it. In the winter with my yeah. little, my little herbal tea at night to help me sleep. I think it's called sleepy time with the fireplace. I'm, you know, watching some movies or whatever it is to, to, you know, release, to, to get the mind to slow down. I lost that here. So we bought actually an electric fireplace, but it didn't fit in my living room. So I have it actually down in my office here. And now, like before the recording, it makes a little bit of noise when it when it generates the heat. So I shut it because I didn't want it to pick up, you know, the background noise here. But I have it on and I have to tell you, it makes me cozy and calm while I'm working. So what you just described, I thought, yes, for me, it's my little fireplace and I get such pleasure out of it that it it creates a, a different mind shift. And I think that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And it doesn't have to be anything elaborate or expensive either. Right, no. Emma? No. Um, those electric fireplaces are, you could probably get one and install it for about $1,000, say, I'll say, because you can cut a hole in the wall and install it. And you have that immediate ambience. And I think that's another thing about working at home, you know, there might be some distractions, which I think, you know, we'll handle down the line, but still that feeling of being connected with the outdoors. You know, if in our offices, a lot of people are working in cubicles and they don't really have connection with the out, outdoors. So now they're home. They can go take a pr- breath of fresh air. They can use outdoor spaces when yes. it's nice outside. So there's a lot of flexibility, you know, which you didn't have when you were going to the office every day and then saving all the, the time commuting. But like you were saying, you know, little adjustments like that can can make a difference um i think n- now too i'm listening to some of the builders associations talking about what's coming up you know how things may change design wise in new homes and they're talking about smaller or having the homes divided like they used to be you know having a dining room having a kitchen really? instead of these open floor plans personally i hope they don't do that because i love the open space i've had um in my career working on big hotel projects you know there was always ballrooms and meeting rooms and we had movable uh, partitions walls which are soundproof and everything if you have the right conditions you can do that in your home so when you're you know during the week when you're working or you know after work you can move the partitions and you have your wonderful open space and there's even sound curtains <laughs> that are are available too it's more industrial but i think those products are going to be coming into the residential world Absolutely. so there's those kind of things that you so you don't have to build walls please don't do that keep that wonderful open space 
It's so true. Um, it's so funny because, you know, the townhouse, this is fairly new. So it's this very vast, big open space you could see yeah. from one end of the house to the other. And, um, you know, we hosted Thanksgiving for my in-laws, for my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And she had never seen the house. And she walked in and she was like, oh, my God, because it's so expansive because yeah. it goes it's you could see from end to end it's yeah. beautiful the light that comes in and you can really have your decor match with even you know different colors on the walls so to segregate the space yet that visual line i love an open floor floor space yeah. and the other thing i cuz we had an old uh, 50s ranch that we renovated and we made more open concept but it was still not like this and the other thing i love with the new construction are the super high ceilings that yes. the old homes really didn't have so it's yeah. funny how you appreciate what I had in my other house what I have in this house um, but I love that you said that look around and see what makes you feel or what makes you look and go oh I love that fireplace or I love that you know column or I love the way my house you can see from end to end and find that feel good because we are spending so much more time at home so yeah. talk about talk uh, and share with us how can we find extra space in our existing homes where we are finding potentially two three four even five people whether it be work or school but we're all between that nine to five yeah. we're, we're working in some some regard how can we find that space to be able to to navigate and and function yeah. Well, you know, most people have a guest room. That could be a great workspace. And you can, in a sense, eliminate the bed. There's, um, they call them um, Murphy beds, where they uh, um, fold up to the wall. So during the day and when you don't have a guest, you can have a, a large work area. That's, you know, some, some of it just using different kind of furniture like, like that. Um, you can even use a laundry room. Most laundry rooms have a counter sp top already. So just use a stool or if you feel like, you know, making, uh, taking out some cabinet space and making a desk, desk height, that, that can work. Even if you have, a pantry that's a good size a child can you clear off a shelf and a child can put their little computer on there and have a whole quiet like little cubby room for their space uh, another space you can look at if you have stairs um, on ours we have a, a wine cabinet and a closet if you knock out some of those walls that could be a, a nice little work area too that you can even close off when you're done with it and, you know, some projects that I've worked on, people have kind of funky little hallways that have a lot of unused space. So kind of look at what's going on. Uh, rearranging that that area um, can make a whole another workspace or study space. Uh, one project that I worked on, we ended up making a laundry room, a, a desk area, and a, a larger pantry in that same area. So it's, you know, look at your plan and see if there are any unused areas that you can reuse. Yeah. And somebody had told me they took a closet. I think it was in a guest room. So there's no clothing yeah. in there. And they took the doors off and they, they put like yeah. cabinets above so that they could put staplers and paper and stuff like that. And yeah. then, you, you know, you go to Home Depot and you could buy the desk and 
filing cabinets underneath and all of a sudden now you have this really wonderful space and then if guests do come over you just you know you could close the doors or keep the doors off and put a curtain over it even and then you still have the bed or whatever so there's so many there's so many ways we can be creative and but but here's the thing emma i don't i don't know that because we don't have that design background that it's hard for people to visualize how to use a space that's currently a closet or how to use a space that's currently a laundry room so they were just great ideas with with minimal modification fairly inexpensively we really can create um a work area but that we can close off so at the end of the day we're not looking at a desk with paperwork or computers or the kids work if they were in the middle of a project or something because that becomes unsettling then in your house right does yeah and i think that's something we have to get used to is keep keep a schedule like we used to at work we went left work at home and came home sometimes (laughs) but it's you know having those same routines and having a break and spending time with your family or some kind of hobby or whatever you like to do so that's important too what one thing i wanted to go back to connie was talking about light quality you know if you can have a workspace with some natural light and a window it's so great because there's been studies actually that having connection with nature and the outdoors can actually increase your productivity and also your wellness. So, you know, if that's possible, you know, work near a window. And lighting is so important, too, because, you know, when it does get dark, you, you if you do have to work, you want good task lighting, you know, for kitchens, pendant lights, if you have an island, are used. So when you're working and now on Zoom, too, you want to make sure you're, you're lighted well, so you look at. <laughs> so there's lots of um, things online that you can you can get for uh, working and having good light on you. So that's important too. And yeah. and also oh, just one, one more. Yeah. There's so many levels of light that you can create in your home. Again, we were talking about diversity and having really a nice ambience in your home. That you, most of us have um, ceiling lights. Another way, and you can dim them to to give a different light quality. There's there's wall sconces that. You know, if you're watching TV, that can give a nice glow. So keep in mind the different kinds of light quality that you can have, even when it's dark. It's true. And and like my living room at night, when my husband and I are trying to, you know, chill, we have like a little lamp on a... Um, you know, in a, a cabinet. And yeah. that's the only light we have because you want to start to slow your body down. So I don't want all of the lights on and we keep the light over the kitchen sink on and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in case you have to go get water, but I don't keep all the lights on because you're, tr- you're trying to wind down at night. The other right. thing I wanted to comment on, and I don't know if you were on the call, uh, we both work with a gentleman named Michael Neely. Shout out to my Michael. Um, hey, he's Michael. our, he's a business, he's my business coach anyway. I think I depend on him way too much, but which is funny, right? a business coach hiring a business coach, right? Stay in your lane. We need to hire people. But the sun, I have a a, a double window here and then I have a slider there that goes out to a patio and the light was coming in. He goes, wow. I go, I know I look angelic, (laughs) you know, with the sunbeams coming in. It was kind of funny. Uh, But yeah, yeah, that I, I definitely uh, feel this, my office here versus my other house is much brighter. I have much more natural light. I have the ability to walk out we have uh, four Adirondack chairs on this little patio. So in the summer, my husband, who's now working from home also, will either go on the deck or down here and we'll just 
take a half hour and just yeah. chat, decompress, relax. That's our lunch break, eat a yogurt or whatever, and then come back, go back to work. That was yeah. amazing for me, which I never did in my other, because my office wasn't near the deck or anything. So oh. I just worked, you know, you think working, yeah. you know, the, the nose to the grindstone. So it's funny how those little shifts oh, really yeah. do magnify from a production standpoint. So I'm glad you mentioned that as well. I just I wanted yeah. to comment because I felt that from my old office to this office. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, fascinating. Those little yeah. subtleties can make a big difference. And you can do that in your home, which is great. You know, we're going to we're going to miss that if you go back to the office. Yeah, that's that's and, true. Yeah. And then another thing, too, I wanted to mention that another big movement in new building is I think everyone's heard about LEED, um, you know, being sustainable building. There's a big movement now for indoor wellness. It's a wellness building standard. And that has to do with your indoor, mostly air quality. You know how we've been so used to reading labels on our food. I think we're going to start paying more attention to labels on our materials that we use in our home, you know, flooring, paint, even furniture, because um, some fabrics and furniture things give off VOCs, which is volatile organic VOCs, compounds, volatile organic compounds, which are toxins to us. You know, if you've gone into a new office building or I used to go to the design center where they have all the fabrics, I used to get itchy eyes and and sneezing and all kinds of stuff and we don't realize how that can affect us so it's simple things like changing your um hvac system you know the filters and out west here we had a horrible summer with smoke and so doing that is important and there's even devices that can help clean your air quality uh, you know to help you keep healthy so you know that's another thing to keep in mind as well yeah, and especially like you said, we're spending more time indoors now. Like we're entering the winter here right, in New Jersey, so it's yeah. cold. So that you know, it's it's been just, you know freezing out there, literally <laughs> sub thirty two degrees. So you're you know who wants to go out in that? And it's windy and it's cold. So you run to food, sh- you know, to shop right in your home. Um, it's yeah. not like we're doing anything outdoors. So I know by you, it's it's probably a little bit more uh, tempered climate that you could go outside longer than we can. No, well, it's. Different. We don't, without the humidity, um, it's it's cold. But you can walk out in a t-shirt almost. So, but we get snow, so we're not all that temperate. Yeah. <laughs> we have see, good four seasons. So. Yeah, which I love. I love the four yeah, seasons personally. Too. Yeah. Too. So, talk. Let's take a step back. We we're working from home. We find our workspace where we can set it up. What are some of the key things that you talk about? Um, so that yes, while we're working, but it also makes us feel really good so that we can function at that higher level? Are there certain ways to position furniture or um, any recommendations like that so that we work, but we feel good, not drained by the end of the day? Yeah. Well, in an office situation, they always say to put face the door. That's your kind of power position. But at home, you're not so worried about power. You know, you're you're facing your computer. So that's, in a sense, your power position. So you want to pay a little attention to what's behind you. <laughs> so there are you can buy screens, standing screens to have something interesting behind you. Or if you're lucky enough to have bookshelves or something of interest, you can do that. I was just looking at um, online. They have 
backdrops for photographers, but you can, it's kind of like a clothes stand in a sense. And they have different kinds of draperies or, or fabrics or, that you can hang behind you to have a, a nice background. So that's kind of important to keep a professional image, you know, and even, you know, if we want to talk about fashion, you know, same thing about keeping up our routines, you know, ladies, if you put makeup on, put your makeup on when you when you have a meeting. For me, that makes me feel a lot better and, you know, gives me that Absolutely. kind of empowerment. And and also the light quality, like we were talking about earlier, there's little ring lights and all kinds of things that you can get. So many people I talk with who are on Zoom all the time have the worst lighting. You have people that I've interviewed, too, and it's like, I can't believe you're doing this. You can hardly see your, their face. Yes. So, again, you know, to give you that professional presence, you want to be well lit. So I think that's a couple ideas on it. Did you, no. Yeah, that was great. It was funny. I have the little O-ring. So yeah. and, and sometimes I forget to shut it off. And my husband will go, uh, "Did are we still working? And I'm like, oh, I forgot <laughs> to shut it off. Right. Because you get yeah. up and you leave. But absolutely, the lighting matters. And the other thing I find, uh, again, to show up more professional, people are on Zoom and all you see is from the nose up. Yes. <laughs> Just make sure your the computer height should be eye level. And there's little I have a lifter on my laptop. So I'm using my laptop um, computer, but it's on a little lifter so that it's eye level with me and you can adjust it if you're I'm 511. So if you're yeah. five feet, you can certainly, uh, you know, drop it down. But that's another thing so that you, you're not just eyebrows up or nose up. It looks silly. So you do want it. these little things. And it was Amazon. I think I paid 30 bucks for it. It's not like anything where. Right. recommending here is super super expensive but it right. makes a difference especially because we all of a sudden now we're home and right. we don't have that fluorescent lighting and all of these mm -hmm. uh components that offices office space thinks about where we don't yeah. think about that in our home um, yeah. some of the ideas you mentioned of finding space may cost to make those changes right and everybody we're all afraid uh to make the changes and what it's going to cost how can we know what to expect or what resources so that people can manage the dollar right because that's a concern yeah. now still with COVID as well yeah there is um a website called cost versus value i believe and there's it's mostly major projects like redoing a bathroom or taking a wall out. I don't think they have taking a wall out. But there's some smaller update projects that can give you an idea of the cost. And it's divided up wherever you are. The, the country is divided up into different regions and the prices slightly change. And that's going to give kind of a rule of thumb. Well, actually, I can give you a rule of thumb. It would be cost of the cost per square foot, which... I would say for most places in the U.S., about 200 square feet, uh, $200 a square foot, and that can vary. But And then times the area, um, width times width, the area that is going to be remodeled. You know, that would be like for a kitchen or so, but that can go higher because of appliances and things like that. That'll give you a general rule. If you're taking a wall out and need um, structure, that can go, again, depending on how length it is, but could be from five to fifteen thousand. You know, that's a lot of. It's a lot more situations. work. Yeah, yeah, because there's you'll need a structural designer, engineer. You'll need permits, um, and a lot of structure. You know, so it's going to cost a little bit more. But 
Yeah, that's just some general costs. You know, to do what we were talking about, making a space under the stairs, I don't know, $500, maybe $1,000, you know, we're putting some tabletops in and getting some more electricity to that area. So, you know, that kind of thing we were talking about wouldn't cost very much. So now what is the biggest mistake you see people make? Like you just said, um, put, you know, taking the wall out under the stairs, right? So taking, in essence, it's a closet, right? You remove that wall and then you put some lighting in, electric and whatever. It's not that much money. What are the biggest mistakes that you see people do with these? They're mini renos, right? They're mini renovations, but they're necessary uh, for us to be able to function better in our homes, given the state of of what's going on, right, with COVID. So what are the biggest mistakes that that are pitfalls where you tell people, don't do it? (laughs) I think I think mostly that they don't do it, that they're too afraid, you know, of the cost. They're going to get ripped off by the contractor or they don't want it, anyone in their home right now. But I think most people, you know, that where people are taking really good precautions about being safe. Talking about that, actually, there are companies that have um, really good, I'll say, disinfected processes that you can do to your home to keep really safe if if somebody's at high risk i just interviewed somebody who does that and it's really eye-opening um you know because he was talking about how you'll see products on the market that aren't really efficient and that when you use them they need to dry like for 10 or 15 minutes and not to be wiping one surface and go somewhere else and wipe another one. So I would look into that too. But it's things like maybe people doing a DIY. You know, we were talking about a place that, um, an empty hallway, and they don't really understand how to do it, and they can miss out on more opportunities. So that's why I, in my book, and I always suggest to just even just a consult with a professional, because you can get probably a lot more out of your project than than you could. But because, and I said it on the onset, um, Emma, when we first started the show, like you're an expert and you think, oh, you can do and, you know, I'm not an expert. I'll be like, oh, I, I never thought of that. But why would I? That's not my zone of genius. That's your zone of genius, right? Architect, designer, all of those things. You live and breathe and see. Plus, you're reading those magazines. What are the new innovations in the marketplace? I'm not because that's not what I do for a living. So I, I believe in always hiring professionals to help yeah. you do things because you don't know what you don't know. And those blind spots could become not only time wasters but extremely costly in the long run and or you can you know fry your house like if you're not good with electric please hire an electrician number one you don't want to zap yourself but you don't want to put your house on fire like there's certain things that we i I believe we should hire people for if you're if you're not already an expert in that whatever that is so yeah agree 100 percent. do me a favor um is there anything else we should consider when making changes? That's my first question, because I do want you to share your book. Okay. Well, I think like like we were just saying, it's so important to have an expert's eye on your plan, because so many projects I, I was asked to, you know, I talked to some people about a plan, and they had drawn up a plan. And it was like, Okay, <laughs> I hope you don't build it this way. They were wasting <laughs> so much space on a hallway, on an exterior wall, a hallway. And then the room was next door. So the room was missing out on all that light 
potential. So, of course, I rearranged everything. But, I mean, like, like you were saying, you know, that's people, that's not their genius zone, and it's not what they're used to doing. So, it, and there's so many possibilities of doing one, one project. There was a project I was working on where we were taking two bedrooms, um, and one was basically going to become the master bath and the closet. And for the for that area, there was f- five different ways. So you, you can have all these different options that you probably never would have thought of. You would have had, you know, a usual arrangement that you're, you're, you're used to, but there's so many maybe better options. So... <clears throat> So that's why, you know, talking to a professional can really help you expand your ideas. Well, think about it. If you show me five ways to convert the two bedroom into the master, you know, master bedroom, the bathroom and and a walk in closet. Right. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking one way and all of a sudden you show me five different ways. I can then visualize which will work best for my husband and I, right, where where the, the bathroom should be located or based on windows in the room, whatever. So you're right. There's things you won't be able to see because we're not experts in it. It was funny when my old house, we did a huge renovation. We added about a thousand square feet, created an open concept, huge office for me. Again, gourmet kitchen, the whole thing and huge dining room because I wanted to be able to have and host, you know, 40 people in my family sitting down, you know, at the same time. Anyway, my husband, my uh, cousin is an architect in Manhattan. And I said to him, you know, like, this is what I want. And, you know, basic. And my builder was like, yeah, I could do it. And but my cousin said, just let me write up some plans for you, Con. Right. And he did. He sent them to me. I opened them. I remember. It's so funny how you remember these moments. Right. I called my husband. Oh, my God. He goes, what? I go, the plans came. I go, our house is going to be beautiful because he put stone in the front with like a peak in it, you know, and round windows and where the kitchen was going to be. I wouldn't have asked for that. I didn't even think of that. So after he positioned everything it was stunning so my little house right i couldn't visualize that so again getting those experts they can use space more wisely they can make the recommendations so aesthetically you do what you got to do functionality but they make it look so so darn beautiful so that was such a great experience but yes when you just said that I had no idea, right? I had yeah. no idea. So yeah. um, we need to leverage people who do have that for their expertise. Share with right. everybody your amazing book. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun. It's, you know, if you are going to do a remodeling project, you really want to be prepared. And, you know, my kind of tagline is stress for remodeling. Our industry laughs at that. But it's the more you know, the more you'll be prepared and you won't you won't lose it and you know it's it's a very simple process it's it's very exciting and that's what i want people to enjoy you know not to get stressed out um so it's it starts by having you understand what you really want and if you're working with a professional they're going to ask you lots of questions so they can you know make the space create the space that you want you know do you want small little cozy spaces or do you want big lofty spaces you know so there's a lot of levels to consider you know like we were talking about do you like a lot of light or do you like it less light so you know, really understand what you want, and they'll help you. Um, you know, as they interview you, really understand how your family functions, which is important. And then, go ahead. 
Go ahead. And, the, and then the next thing is, you know, what everyone's concerned about, the budget. You know, what I gave you that rule of thumb. You know, we I go through some of that with the budget and, you know, you can do some homework. It's giving you some guidelines for that. And then it's also talks about how to hire your professionals. There's a list of questions you can that'll help you interview somebody. And, you know, the most important thing is you want to like them and trust them. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's a big component, too. And then lastly, kind of wrapping up the project, you know, or during the project, too, there's, again, Lots of possibilities that you may not have seen on the floor plans that don't be afraid to change. You know, you're the boss, so you can make changes. There is sometimes a cost attached to it, but you don't want to be living with something that's annoying, you know, before you're finished. So keep that in mind. And, you know, it's just going through the whole process so that you can be prepared and enjoy it. In fact, I have a digital program too called the Ultimate Home Remodeling Blueprint that you mentioned and that goes through kind of step by step. It shows you what the architect will do with you for you. Nice. Why all of a sudden you're writing checks and you're not having anything going on because there's a lot of coordination with all the other um professionals involved and then the permit and all that so it, it just prepares you for the cost how to hire the right team and so you can be in control and have a fun process with it because it's exhilarating you know and, and it should be accomplishment yeah. right it should yeah. be exhilarating because you're going to yeah. have this new beautiful home after the renovation yeah. it should be an extension of you and your personality i don't right. know if you watch ben and erin they're on hometown i think on oh, hgtv right. i just right. love them i think they're amazing but she does a whole questionnaire and she'll yes. say she'll ask questions like um you know, what's your favorite time of year and why? And you think, what? So she has this questionnaire to get into the persona of the person so that she could bring those elements into her design. And I just love that. Like if you're a whimsical person, she tries to bring that whimsy. If you, you know, if you love the Moroccan kind of color vibe, she tries to bring that into her design, even if it's in a subtle way. So, you know, there's so many wonderful people out there who can really create the space that will empower you and make you feel so alive and you know most of my listeners are business people business owners professionals so now that we're all working from home i i hope that these ideas that you shared so many that it gets them thinking hmm maybe that would be a good project hmm maybe we could change that section of the finished basement into an office whatever it is but and i highly do recommend one more time share the name of your book emma please Homeowner's Guide to Stress-Free Remodeling. I love the stress-free remodeling, (laughs) too. But you said a couple of key words. Be prepared know what to expect, have a plan, and then yeah. enjoy the ride, right? Yeah. So I, I feel once you're prepared and in, in control, as much as we can be in control, yeah. you can enjoy the experience. Go ahead, yeah. you're going to say one more thing. Yeah, I was going to say, in the book, too, there's four other resources. One thing people don't think about is sometimes you can get uh, tax rebates and energy oh. rebates, um, depending on what you're doing. So oh. that book will give you clues, and there's resources and links to uh, all those resources in there too so if you are going to do something keep that in mind look into that to see if you can in a sense pay for some of your remodeling it's wonderful great idea um now one more one last thing you have a free gift for everybody can you share what that is and i will post all of this in the show notes but can you quickly tell us what that is because we are out of time it's called 
Connie, I forgot what I called it. <laughs> I forgot what you called it. I don't have it up because it was the PDF. It, it was. Go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's it's a checklist to see in if in your home these kind of qualities that can help you enjoy your home better, be more functional, so you can be more productive and enjoy your home. So it's a checklist, guys. It's free download. It'll be in the show notes. Please check it out. And again, you know, Emma's book is all about stress-free. Sign me up for stress-free. We have enough stress in our life. And now that we're working from home, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode because... We need to continue to function and make money, guys, right, and pay for the bills. We're just doing it out of our home. So I hope that Emma's ideas uh, just shared some light. And, you know, the kids, the schools are opening and then they're closing again. So hopefully we could create these workspaces for everybody in the family so that your kids can get A's in school, hopefully, and we could continue to bring paychecks home and work um, in an effective way without losing our minds. And, I, I you know, your whole stress-free approach, I think, with all these ideas, ideas and tips, Emma, are just so important. So thank you so much for sharing and being on. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Connie, and I hope that helps everyone. Oh, I'm sure it will. Help me. I'm thinking of a million things now. My husband would be going, don't talk to Emma again. Because <laughs> I have too many things I want to do. If you'd like to reach out to Emma, a um, couple of ways to do that. And again, I will post this in the show notes. Emma's email is Emma. Oriema. Oriema. I, I always want to hesitate because I want to say right. So Emma Oriema at MSN.com. I promise I'll put it on the show notes. Go to her website. Emma, um, I'm sorry, A-U-R-I Emma Design. So Oriema Design, OriemaDesign.com. Or easier is stress-free. This is easier for Connie Whitman here. StressFreeRemodeling.com is another way to reach her. Um, so reach out, ask her questions, buy the book. Uh, please download the free gift. Uh, again, I do appreciate that for my listeners. And yeah. if you need a little more Connie in your life, which I hope you always do, please go to WhitmanAssos.com. I have a ton of re- uh, free resources on my website, free communication style assessment. My book, my master classes, you name it, it's there. Um, and again, if you have questions for me, you can contact me through that as well. And I do respond to all my emails directly. Um, Emma, thank you again for being on and, and just sharing so much, I hope, valuable information for everybody listening. Great. Thank you, Connie. My pleasure. And I hope you guys will join me weekly as we question, build, and discover together that heart-centered sales can easily help you grow, allowing you to embrace sales and realize that shifting your mindset, my movement, remember, to be that heart-centered professional is possible. And guys, it's so much easier than we often think. Thank you for tuning into Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast with me, your heart-centered sales leader and host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Have a wonderful week and open your mind to the client relationships that are possible as you become the heart-centered sales leader you desire, that you're destined to be. I'm excited and honored to have you on this journey with me, and I will see you guys all next week. Thanks so much, everybody. You've been listening to the Heart-Centered Sales Leader Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to hear Connie Whitman and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies that can be implemented immediately. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow.